Welcome to Podcasts, recorded live at the Center for Spiritual Living in Portland, Oregon. Listen past the end of the podcast to find out more about our spiritual center and ways that you may collaborate with us. We are going to be talking about the ability for us to, to overcome some of the obstacles that are here in our life, but I think I want to start by a quick review of where we are. We're using this book called Good Vibes, Good Life of Vex Kings, and he's really talking about the idea of what he calls the law of vibration. Now, he didn't invent this. Actually, the ancient hermetic teachings have covered this idea of the law of vibration. And simply put, it says that we we tend to vibrate out, that our that our whole essence is revealed to others, almost as though it were a vibe that we're giving off. And and certainly in the vernacular, you hear people talking about giving off good vibes or giving off bad vibes. And and I think quite literally, in some ways, that's probably true. So our vibration is like a signature that we put out, and it's the combination of what we think, what we believe, what we feel. It's a even includes our actions and, and, and how we deport ourselves in the world. When those aspects are positive and when they're alignment, oh my gosh, the vibe that we give off is so pleasant, so attractive, right? You've always met people I know that are putting off that that good vibe and you're just naturally drawn to them. But I'm sure we've also met a few people that are putting off quite the opposite, a vibe that, that maybe isn't wholesome or isn't in alignment with the spiritual principles. And, and that kind of acts as almost like a warning to us when someone's putting off vibes that are that are contrary to that. So because our our vibration is a is emotion it's depicted by emotion the good news is that means we can change it over time we literally can change the vibe we give off by paying attention to our thoughts and emotions by paying attention to to what we do and how we act in the world uh, piece by piece we can begin changing what those vibes are to make them more positive now now you might ask well well so why is this so important well Our vibe attracts back to us similar vibes, similar situations, similar people. And so when we're putting out the good vibe, we can expect the good life. We'll begin seeing the world through that more positive lens and and it will be reflected back to us. We'll attract to us other people with that kind of positive vibe. We'll attract to us the good life and so on. And if we don't perhaps pay attention, if we don't notice and slip into more of that bad vibe, unfortunately that too will tend to be shown back to us. We'll see more evidence of a life that isn't as whole as we would like or, or more full of trouble and despair. So over the last few weeks, we've been talking about, first of all, what this vibe thing is, but we've also been giving you some helpful hints on how we can maintain and nurture this vibe. We we talked about some of the things that I I call the vibe killer, like comparing ourselves to other people, hanging out with negative people. Last week, uh, Reverend Marilyn talked about fear as a vibe killer, but we've also been talking about uh, enhancements to our 
our vibe, focusing in on the positive. Last week, Reverend Marilyn talked about having daily intentions to, to elevate the vibe and keep us centered on life. And, and today I'd like once more to take a, a last look at this idea of vibration as we close out our book with one other thing that is a vibe killer, but also something that really can elevate our intentions in life, something that can really elevate the vibration that we're giving off and really can be a huge success in healing. But I think where I want to start uh, is a joke. So last year, we replaced all the windows in our house with those expensive triple-pane energy-efficient ones. But you know, this week, I got a call from the contractor. He's complaining that we've had the windows now for a year, but that I still haven't paid for them. Boy, oh boy, did we go round and round over the phone on that one. The more we talked, I really got the vibe that he thought I was stupid. So I proceeded to tell him just what his salesperson had told me last year, namely that in one year, those windows would pay for themselves. <laughs> All right, so what, what is the vibe that we're giving off? Well, one of the things that is a vibe killer, of course, is pain is some of the circumstances that happen in our life that, that really are earmarked with trouble or tragedy. And if we had a, a, a studio audience here today, right? If, if we had a big stadium, I'd ask for people to raise their hands if you have experienced some kind of life tragedy or trouble. And, and I would guess, unless people are fibbing, that every single person would raise their hand. Every single person has encountered a really troublesome loss. Every single person has gone through some kind of tragedy, whether it's the loss of a loved one, whether it's a significant disease or trouble, whether it's the loss of a job. There's so many ways that circumstances can hand us something that is so very painful. In fact, I've had friends that have said, maybe this is the evidence for there not even being a God. How can God allow such trouble, such tragedy to happen to the people that I love? Well, of course, as a, as a minister, I, I have to point out that as much as the, the feelings of despair and hopelessness are there, so often our tragedies are, are caused by another true gift from God, which is our free will. We, we actually have the free will to make mistakes, to, to maybe take missteps for us to do things that cause ourselves and others harm. So certainly in the world of humans, it's, it's us humans that are often causing the tragedy. And if we don't outright cause it, we also have the chance to interpret it, to act upon it. And so often the tragedies that befall us are, are prolonged and made bigger than they really are by our own reaction to them. And so today I want to talk about this idea of, of tragedy or, or trouble or, or simply pain as being the vibe killer and to question whether that needs to be true. 
So first of all, I don't want to minimize when bad things happen, when there is a great loss, when there is an illness, when someone does lose their employment. Of course, it tugs at our heart. It tugs at our body. There is a grieving process that must be go through. I'm not suggesting at all that we ignore our emotions. In fact, our emotions are wonderful signposts, that very pain hopefully points us into a direction of healing. It says something needs to be done about this and it allows us to take action. So I'm not at all wishing to minimize the effect or or sweep it under the rug. We are here to go through the process of pain, not to avoid it. We are to look at it and hopefully get some good or some direction out of it as we move forward and through it. But I am here to say that we have a whole lot of choices on how that pain or misfortune, how those negative circumstances get interpreted by us and processed by us. Because I've noticed some things. When people go through tragedy, often there are a couple predominant ways of dealing with it that I see in the world. One is to avoid it. Have you not known people that are almost in denial of bad things that have happened to them? They they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to think about it. There's no sense of going through the issue. They're not even going to admit that it's there. I think that's terribly unhealthy, of course. I think that when things come up, we do owe it to ourselves. We owe it to our friends and our family to work through them. And from that standpoint, there are a couple different ways of working through it, too. Here also, you have probably noticed that sometimes people will identify themselves personally with the tragedy, have you noticed that? that? That sometimes when people are faced with an illness, they almost become the illness. When people are faced with the loss of work, they, they begin viewing themselves as the unemployed. And, and, and almost it's though they take on the characteristics of the tragedy as though it were like a badge of courage or something to be kept alive. Well, there's a danger here when we identify ourselves wholly with something that is negative. I got to tell you, that's the vibe that we begin sending out. We begin to see ourselves as the illness. We begin to see ourselves as the lack of employment or the disability. We begin to see ourselves as the, the widower or the person who is alone in the world. And when we make that kind of self identification, the vibe that we send, out is apt to bring more of that back to us. And we will find ourselves really in the midst of that disease longer than we need to. We'll we'll find ourselves lonely long beyond when the loss of a loved one maybe could be healed. And so here we get to make a choice. Am I Am I that thing or am I a whole and perfect person that just had that thing happen to me? Do you see the difference? That sense of identification, if we want to self-identify, we want to self-identify with ourselves as whole, as perfect as God created us from that place of love and joy and peace. And so can I be that person? Can I be the person of love and peace and joy that simply had something negative happen to him? 
Now that I think is the third course. That I think is the third way that we can react to some kind of misfortune, right? We, we can ignore it. We can identify with it. Or this third form I think is the healthy, emotional, mental, and physical way that we can process through it. And that is to see ourselves on the other side of it to really picture ourselves down the road a bit and healed of this tragedy. Again, not to, not to uh, bypass the, the negative feelings that may be up for us, the sadness or outrage or whatever we may be feeling. Those feelings are good. Again, that's what motivates us to take action in the world and to, to hopefully do some physical remediations. But when we view ourselves as strong, as as victorious, as joyous and loving, and that this thing just happened to us, we can see beyond the hurt, we can see beyond the pain, and then that's the vibe that we're sending out. Do you see the difference? I'm no longer sending out the victim vibe I'm sending out the whole vibe. I'm sending out the the loving vibe. I'm sending out the victorious vibe. And that, of course, is what I would more like to have returned to me. I don't want more victimhood. I want more success. I don't want more pain. I want the the beauty and the joy and the, the love promised to me by the Creator itself. So think about next time you, you encounter something so negative, so, uh, so shockingly brutal, just think for a moment, how is this going to affect me? Am I going to be in denial about it and try to avoid it? Am I going to identify with it? Or am I going to see myself through it? Am I going to provide that healthy process of emotions and see myself on the other side of it? It really is a choice that we can make. It really is something that we can positively do to notice that vibe we're going to be putting out and to hopefully create a vibe that will enhance our ability to heal, enhance our ability to love again or to be successful again or to be whole again. The other thing I want to talk about today is something that we don't often think about, and, and so I offer myself up as a test case. Uh, gosh, I, I, I was trying to think when this was. It's got to be about 15 years ago. I was going through a bit of a rough patch. I had just broken up with a life partner, and uh, and really feeling that loss, really feeling the the loneliness, and uh, there was what I felt at the time some betrayal involved. Really feeling a long and perhaps a bit unlovable. And I remember at the time, honestly, kind of moping around for a while. And, and, and of course, any kind of a loss like that, for a while, absolutely, why wouldn't I feel those things? Feelings are natural. 
But what I came to believe after a bit of time was I needed to do something. I needed to work through this. And perhaps you've known people who have had a significant loss and who have thrown themselves into work or, or thrown themselves uh, into to some new activity and that that helped them process through their efforts. Well, well for me, at, at that time, it was fused glass. I, I had been in the, a gallery where I was noticing some beautiful fused glass and the docent there came up to me and she said, oh, she said, you know, that's not even that difficult to do. Well, you could have stunned me with a cattle prod, really. I'm thinking, really? Like anyone could do that? And she described a couple companies across town that uh, actually had classes in that. And before I knew it, I had really thrown my my heart and my soul into learning this new hobby. And, uh, and although I would like to think I really created some masterpieces, the true masterpiece was in my own heart, in my own soul. Having that new purpose, having that new idea of something that energized me was such a gift. And so here is another tip for raising your vibe. When you have a purpose, when you feel energized, when there's something that you're approaching with new person's eyes, with a, with a vigor and an interest, oh my gosh, you light up. And I remember that's what people said at the time. They said, oh my God, Larry, you look like you're lit up like a Christmas tree. What's going on? And then I'd babble on about what I learned in class, about fusing glass and how different colors of glass work together and, and how different techniques can produce uh, different kinds of artistry and so on. And, uh, and I know that what I, in fact, I'm doing it right now, I bet, even just talking about it, aren't I lighting up a bit? It's that sense of purpose, that sense of bringing newness, that sense of excitement. This is a huge vibe builder. And so if you find yourself in a situation where, where you're pretty sure you're putting out the doll vibes, when you're pretty sure you're putting out the sad vibes or the victim vibes, consider these two things that we've talked about today. One, that your vibe is influenced by your thinking, your feeling, how you show up, what you say and what you do, and that you have power over that. You can choose to behave differently. You can choose to think differently. You can choose to feel differently and so on. So when you become aware of that not quite so positive vibe, you can do something about it. Second of all, a great vibe enhancer is simply having a purpose. Now, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to get some notes on uh, or an email saying, well, Larry, what? What purpose? <laughs> like you can't just say, go get a purpose. But you know what? I think I can. Because it doesn't almost matter what the purpose is. Now, now you're going to think I'm crazy, but think about this for a minute. Does it matter what the excitement is about? Does it matter what the topic is? 
Do you see? It, it's all internal. It, it, it's what's alive in you. And whether it's a, a new hobby or whether it's a, a new act of service for humanity, whether it's just uh, reading some novels that you haven't read in a long time, it almost doesn't matter. It's the fact that you're kind of turned on about it. It's the fact that you're energized about it. It's the newness factor or the, the idea that you're going to be bringing something into the world that maybe hasn't been shared for a while or in the way that you could bring it into the world. It could be a renewed interest in gardening. It doesn't matter in a sense because it's within you. It isn't dependent upon the outside world behaving in any way whatsoever. It's simply your own heart, your own soul, your own mind becoming invigorated by a purpose or a goal. So let me summarize what we've talked about today. Today we've talked about two important factors if we wish to have a more intentional vibe. We discussed pain or negative experience. We've, we've noticed that there are at least three different ways of moving through that. Well, in fact, the first one isn't moving through it. It's kind of just shoving it under the rug and pretending it doesn't exist. The second way of handling it, unfortunately, is self-identification you become the pain, you become the issue. And unfortunately, that tends to just prolong it. You start sending out the victim vibe. You start sending out the invitation almost for more trouble. But the third way is to see yourself as whole and perfect. The third way is to see yourself just as God created you but that something happened. Something happened that you will have the strength, the joy, the love, the wholeness to process through. It may take a little time, right? We're going to allow ourselves to feel the feelings, to sense the loss, to be okay with it. But we're okay with it because we're already viewing ourselves on the other side of it. And then the other main topic that we talked about today is when we focus on a positive goal, when we focus on a, a new way of being, when we focus on some area in our life that kind of gives us energy, it increases that vibe. It makes that positive vibe so evident in the world that, that other good things just start being attracted to you. It could almost be any darn thing, anything that, that increases in you that zest for life, that ability to see with fresh eyes. That is creating a vibe that is almost irresistible. And you will find that all of the resources that you need, all the time that you need, whatever it is you need to support that new endeavor will flood to you because that's the vibe you're putting out. So I do have a bit of homework for you, and then I'll have a quote from the book and a prayer. So a few weeks ago, I asked you to analyze your own vibe. If you were a stranger meeting you, what would you say is your overall vibe? Is it a positive one? Is it a happy one? Is it a negative one or a critical one? I, I was asking you really to do a bit of impartial self-analysis. Now, I know we can never entirely be impartial when we're looking at ourselves, but if you were a stranger meeting yourself across the room, 
What kind of vibe would you say he or she is giving off? That was what I asked you to do a couple weeks ago. And then last week, Marilyn offered up the idea of beginning to change your vibe. So I'd like to build on that for our final look at Good Vibes, Good Life. Your homework this week is to develop just a short plan for changing your vibe. So we've been giving you a number of ways that you can enhance and and provide some direction to the vibrations that you give off. And what I'd like you to do, this is your homework assignment, doesn't need to be a big authoring effort. It's just coming up with a short plan, maybe just a few bullet points on how you'd like to maybe up the vibration of love that you give up or increase the vibration of success that you give off. Pick some area in your life, some some vibe that you put out that you'd like to just tweak a little bit, like to correct a little bit or enhance a little bit and come up with maybe four or five things that you can change about your thinking about your emotional impact, about how you come off, what you say and what you do, just tick off maybe four or five things that you could change about yourself, a little plan for changing your vibe. All right, I'm going to close with a a final quote from the book. And literally, this is the, the last couple paragraphs from this book and a prayer. He says, you have everything you need to create an exciting and beautiful life, and it all begins with loving yourself. By building and maintaining a high vibe, you'll achieve your dreams. And even if it takes a long time, your high vibration will make you feel good during the process. And that's all we really want, isn't it? To live a life that feels good. So I promise you that through dedication to loving yourself, you'll achieve the incredible. It might not be a stroll in the park. It may take a bit of time. You might have to make sacrifice to get further on your journey. But believe me, it will be worth it. Let us pray. There is one power, one presence, one life, one love, one thing that is all good things. And what I know about this one is that it includes me. As God is everywhere present, it is present in my life as me and working through me. I am the the hands and the heart of spirit, not only uh, receiving God's blessings, but, but also moving them through the world through my own efforts. And as it is true for me, it is true for everyone. We really do have everything that we need in this world as we're able to accept it, as we're able to view it through that lens of love and light, of joy. Even the painful experiences that we have can be worked through in a healthy and loving way. And so for everyone within the hearing of my voice, I simply claim that on this day, we get just a little bit better at creating that more positive vibe, just a little bit better at healthily processing our emotions, at looking at pain through the lens of being on the other side of it and recognizing our own strength, our own love in the midst of it. And so for this, I give great thanks. For this, I let it be. 
And together we say, and so it is. Thank you so much for being here today. Now's our time of conscious contribution, and I do want to thank everyone who has made such an effort to continue contributing to our center, even though we don't have the ability to pass the the physical offering plate. I do want to reassure you that the gifts that you make online are being used well, and we receive them with great gratitude. You can go to our website at cslportland.org slash donate, and there's a variety of ways you can continue to contribute to us. You know, it's a, it's been a little difficult this last year. We're not, we're not able to see people in person, and yet our expenses here in the building and so forth continue. So please see if it's within your heart to, to donate to us today. I really appreciate it. Before we close today, just a quick reminder about prayer support. What I do know is that when we are experiencing one of those times of trouble or pain, the initial reaction could be one of seeking out, reaching out for support. We're here to support you in prayer. On our website at the bottom of every single page is a link for submitting a prayer request. When you do that, it's automatically emailed out to all 12 of our licensed practitioners and ministers. It's our true honor to begin immediately praying for you, and we pray throughout the week. So please take advantage of those services. Don't don't allow yourself to, to be stuck in that place, either of denial or pain. We are here to help, and, and prayer works. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. We have inspirational services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. every Sunday. We also have many programs, classes, and workshops developed just for our online audience. To find out more, go to our website at cslportland.org and look under the Online tab. We have a variety of content dedicated specifically for our podcast listeners. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, you can donate online at cslportland.org slash donate. Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended spiritual community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, You are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.